She's a small wonder. I'd like you both to meet Vicky. A child unlike other girls. And that's a real kid, right? No, no, it's a robot. Made of plastic. Microchips here and there. You're my voice input child identical. The ICI, I, I pronounce it Vicky. everybody how's it going angela bowen here the host of she's a small wonder a small wonder podcast a monthly small wonder podcast yes i started this podcast in 2019 and as of 2022 next month in december i will finally finish season two of small wonder but of course before we get to the season finale we have to talk about Episode 23 of Season 2, which is Vicki Goodwrench, <laughs> which are May 16th, 1987. Vicki turns out to be a wizard at car repairs. Well, that'll bring in money. Although I'm pretty sure she's not licensed by the state, or however you have to probably get a license of some sort to work on cars. I mean, yeah. So this episode's got a 7.6 out of 10 based on 15 ratings. Let's see if we got We got Jesse White as Sid. We have Lee Delano as Norman Hopps. We have Reuven Baryotam as Abdul. And Leonard Lightfoot as Mr. Carson? You mean Leonard Lightfoot, who was in the first season of Silver Spoons? He played Leonard. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is so cool. I'm so excited. Of course, if you're used to the podcast, you've listened to it since 2019, you guys know I don't watch these episodes ahead of time. So all my reactions are going to be fresh out the gate. This episode, episode, this episode was directed by Silig Frank. Again, I apologize if I mispronounced the name. We have writers Ken, Ken Steele. Howard leads the creator. Warren S. Murray and Bruce Kane, both of them credited as executive story editors. My guess is someone took their car in for a tune-up or something and came up with an idea for an episode. Oh my gosh, we have trivia that like next to never happens. Okay, here we go. The title is based on the character Mr. Goodwrench, who was a mechanic that worked at the Sears Auto Repair Shop and was used in television and print advertisements. When Jesse White says at the end, maybe I will repair washing machines, it is an inside joke as Jesse played the ever-idle Maytag repairman from 68 until 1989, when he went on to become a consultant for the Maytag company. Well, wasn't Gordon Jump who played Maggie Seaver's father on Growing Pains, wasn't he also, I thought he also did advertisements for the Maytag company as well. I, I could be wrong. I, I know that he's been in commercials. Seen it. On YouTube. <laughs> Alright, so of course there are no, go, no goofs, because there are never any goofs. I'm going to get something to drink because my mouth is parched. So we haven't had this in a while. It, the episode actually opens in Jamie's bedroom. He's still got those shit brown bed sheets. 
<laughs> he's not wearing the gremlins pajamas he was in the pilot because he probably outgrew those at some point. Gosh, it feels like it's been ages since we've seen Vicky in her cabinet. And the doors are open. And the window is up. So my guess is Harriet's going to pop in there so she can wake Jamie up. Okay, Jamie's got a telescope. That is something new we have not seen in his bedroom. My guess is he's peeping on the house right next to the hairs. <laughs> hey, Vicky's got a built-in alarm clock. How about that? Vicky goes over to Jamie's bed, rips the covers off, and yanks his ass out of bed on the floor. He's like, Vicky, stop. He's, she says, Jamie, this is your wake-up call. Did he ask for that, or did Ted or Joan put that in? Oh, okay, so Jamie did that himself. She's just saying, you told me to get you out of bed at 7.30 a.m. Saturday morning. Why, for cartoons? Bird gets the worm. What is he doing? Does he got a paper out? Well, no, if he had a paper out, he would be up a hell of a lot earlier than 7.30. He'd be up at like 5. So let's all find out why Jamie wanted to get up that early. I mean, on a Saturday, you only have two days to sleep in. And then the rest of the five days a week, your ass is up before 7. Well before 7. I had to be up at 6.20, 6.25 to catch my bus at 6.55. Oy. Good morning, Jamie. This is your wake-up call. Hey, stop! You told me to get you out of bed at 7.30 a.m. on Saturday morning. All right. That's because the early bird gets the worm. Summer vacation's only a few weeks away. I want to look for a job and make some money. Of course That'll you do. That'll be nice for a change. Instead of working, why don't you do what you always do? What's that? Hit your father for a loan. <laughs> no, I do that too much. I'd like to show him I have some initiative between loans. That'd be nice for a change. <laughs> Don't be a wise guy. So, summer vacation is starting in three weeks. <laughs> um, and Jamie wants to... Get used to getting out of bed so that way, you know, if he gets a summer job, which he's planning on, because he's tired of hitting his dad up for a loan every once in a while. How, I mean, honestly, I can't see Ted being the one like, yeah, Jamie, I'll give you a extra money for your allowance. I, mm, I don't see that at all. We know that Ted's a hard ass, especially when it comes to disciplining Jamie and all that stuff. Unless he's like, well, here's a shit ton of chores you can do. Sure, I'll give you more in your loans, but you gotta do extra chores. Uh, another thing is, I'm applauding the set dresser for... <laughs> the set designer, excuse me. Looks like we are finally maturing Jamie's bedroom. There's, like, next to no stuffed animals anymore, no clowns, I don't believe. A lot of that baby shit from season, all of season one and early season two, it's gone. Thank you! We have a record 
cassette player, I believe, in his room. We have a safari hat sitting on top of a volleyball. He's got a telescope. I already mentioned that. Looks like Vicky's making pancakes at the stove. And, of course, she's got a step stool because she's only so tall. Why is he wearing glasses? He's wearing, like, 80s pedophile glasses. Let me a stack, Vicky. Uh, damn, are huge! Holy crap! I have to take a nap going through the... Only four. <laughs> yeah. Don't expect a tip. Jamie, put away the paper. You can read the comics after breakfast. I'm not reading the comics, Mom. That's for kids. Yeah, Mom, that's for kids. Garfield eats Snoopy yet? <laughs> yeah, I don't think Come they have that crossover. Oh, all my friends are getting summer jobs to make a little extra dough. So I thought I would, too. I've been a burden on you and Dad long enough. Oh, get your boots on, honey. Get a little deep in here. <laughs> I mean it, Dad. Ordinarily, I'd hit you up for a raise in my allowance. That was before I matured. You hit me up for a raise in your allowance just yesterday. See how fast I've matured? <laughs> how about some breakfast, Vicky? Pancakes are huge as hell. Hey, I didn't expect a tip. See any interesting jobs? Yeah, here's one. Earn a thousand dollars a week in your spare time. I'll take it, I'll take it. Give me the phone. <laughs> oh, shit. Not literally. I cannot take Ted seriously with those 80s pedophile glasses. I fucking can't. I cannot. Why the hell is he wearing them? Does Dick Christie, I don't know what's going on with his eyes, but, um, whatever. Maybe he needs them, but I, when the hell have we ever seen him wear those fucking things? They're fucking huge. I'm sorry. I mean, ugh. Jamie comes in, of course, all his friends are getting summer jobs to earn some extra money, you know, so I don't have to hit you and mom up for a raise in my allowance. You know, I'm maturing. And Ted's like, Jamie, you just hit me up yesterday for raising your allowance. Uh-huh. <laughs> and anyhow, Jamie's also like, I don't want to be a burden on you and mom. He's also got the paper, of course, he's looking at the classifieds, the help wanted ads. And... <laughs> Of course, Joan thinks he's looking at the um, the comics. Like, you, want, you can read your Garfield later. <laughs> Ted's like, oh, did Garfield get Snoopy yet? I don't think they have ever done a crossover. That would be an interesting crossover with Snoopy and Garfield and Odie. What about, let's throw Marmaduke in there. That would be fun. You know, I bet anything, I bet that John Arbuckle and Charlie Brown would have a lot to talk about. I really think so. Jamie reads one of the ads is like, make a thousand dollars in a week. He's like, oh my, <laughs> is there nothing else? Like, I would be suspicious and a little fearful. <laughs> like, what does that entail? 
Apparently, Ted doesn't even make that because, uh, wait a minute, was it $1,000 a week or a day? Earn $1,000 a week in your spare time. So alongside your other you know, full-time job, you can make $1,000 a week. Doing what? I don't think you're, ma you're making $1,000 a week donating plasma or donating blood. I don't think they pay you to donate blood. I mean, plasma, sure, but even that's not $1,000. How often do you donate? I mean, I tried to, but unfortunately my veins are too small. I don't know. <laughs> but apparently we learned that Ted doesn't even make that in a week. I mean, this is 1987 money. It's like, gimme, gimme, gimme. <laughs> Vicky, give me the phone. <laughs> those, yes, those pancakes are like twice the size of what an average pan. They are literally the size of a huge dinner plate. They're that big. Ted has five of them and Jamie's got four. That is, you're taking a nap. You are full on taking a nap through half of that because there's so much. That looks like you're gaining like five pounds just by eating that, if not 10. Jamie, I hate to break it to you, but most of those help wanted ads are going to be for mainly aimed at adults who can legally work. You know, legally being of the right age, not 11 or, I don't know, what is Jamie, 12 at this point? I think when the show ends, he's got to be like 13, 14, but that's just me. Hey, the fuck? He's going to a place called Sid's Garage. What the heck is he going to do? You know what this makes me think of? Uh, there's an episode of Different Strokes where Willis gets a job at an auto garage. I don't know what the hell he's doing there, but uh, <laughs> whatever Jamie's going to do. What, inflate people's tires for them? Oh, I need air in my tires? Yeah. It's not. He's not working on cars as far as doing oil changes. I don't know. But like I said, I haven't seen... They got... There is... Right outside, there is four things, four crates of pop bottles. And I, I mean like the glass ones from the 80s, not the cans and not the plastic bottles. This place looks shifty. Where the fuck are you, Jamie? The wrong side of the tracks? Oh my god. Dude, children, children, I'm telling you. Those that still get a newspaper, don't, do not go into the want ads looking for work. You want to, you want to find work, mow lawns, rake leaves, shovel snow, deliver, I don't even know how many people even get newspapers anymore. I, I think that is honestly a dying art, but um, stuff like that, help her, you know, Watch windows, what have you. Don't answer ads in the classifieds. That's right up there. It feels like that's right up there with, like, Craigslist. I don't even, I don't even, I don't look at Craigslist. But, um, yeah. All right, let's find out how this is going to go down. I'm sure the guy's, like, going to take one look at Jamie like, the hell do you want? A job? Kid, I don't got nothing for you. Boy, I wish my mom could see this mess. Makes my room look good. <laughs> uh, hi, kids. What can I do for you? Hi, I'm Jamie Lockie, and this is my sister, Vicky. How are you? 
I'm Sid Barker. Yeah. Oh. Ew. I'm sorry about that. But it comes right off. Don't worry about it. See? I see. <laughs> uh, Mr. Barker, I'm looking for a part-time job. Right? One that pays $8,000 a week. Uh, what? Without the use of a handgun? <laughs> I'm not afraid of hard work, Mr. Barker. Yeah, Look, kid, I like work. your spirit, but I think you're a little too young. Yeah. Oh, I'm not too young. I'm a mature 12. Oh, he's 12. Okay. 12? I got socks older than you. <laughs> Excuse me. What the hell is he thinking? And you're not, you don't even do make a thousand dollars a week. That I'm a terrific worker. Hey, guys. Here, clean this place up on the double. On the double. It's clean. That ought to get me the job. I doubt when it. When comes the salary, I hope he's not as cheap as he looks. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I was saying, kids, I'd like to help you out, but I... I... Hey, what's going on here? It's clean. I just thought I'd give you a sample of my work. Can you use me? Are you kidding? If you could cook, I'd marry you. Ew. <laughs> Tell you what, you start work tomorrow. Afternoons and Saturdays, okay? Great! How about what? salary? I hope you're not as cheap as you look. Oh! Uh, she's just kidding. <laughs> the money really isn't that important. Tell you what, I'll give you a dollar an hour, okay? Well, it's a little more important than that. <laughs> All right, two dollars an hour, but that's it. Take it or leave it. I'll take it. But you have to hire my sister, too. Sure, no problem. Same deal. Two dollars an hour each. Oh, two dollars for the both of you. He's as cheap as he looks. <laughs> Don't pay any attention to her. I'll take it. It's a deal. Deal. You got it. I'll see you tomorrow. I don't even know what the hell he's going to well, be doing. it's not all bad, Vicky. You do all the work, and I got all the money. You're as cheap as he looks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I honestly, I figured as soon as he went down there, the guy took one look. I'm like, kid, you are a buddy. I want to help you. But I, uh, <laughs> you are too young. You are very just, yeah. And Jamie even says he's 12. But even still, it's like he'd be paying you under the table. And <laughs> like, Vicky says $1,000 a week. It's like, I don't even think that man makes $1,000 a week in 1987. Hell no. I mean, the place looks like a shithole. <laughs> I don't see any any other workers. I don't see any customers. I, I, unless that's Saturday. So the guy says I can use it in the afternoons and on Saturdays. And Jamie's like, oh, you know what? It's, uh, it's not a big deal about money. And the guy's like, well, okay, I'll pay you a dollar an hour. It's like, uh, well, I'm a, well uh, money is kind of a bigger deal. Uh, all right, too. And it's for him and Vicky together, it's two bucks an hour. Jamie, of course, figures Vicky's going to do the work. Jamie rakes in the money. Win-win in his eyes. <laughs>
All right, now we're going back home. Ted is still wearing those damn glasses. <sighs> Joan is watering what looks like fake plants. <laughs> they do look fake. That's probably because they are. Honey, I'd rather they learn it here than out in the streets. <laughs> Honey, I'm a little concerned about Jamie. Don't you think he's too young to get a job? No. He's 12. Honey, do you realize all the jobs I had when I was Jamie's age? You did? Like what? Well, I delivered newspapers, mowed lawns, walked dogs, shoveled snow. Wait a minute. Shoveled snow? You grew up in Florida. You grew up in Florida? <laughs> say I made a lot of money at it. <laughs> Ugh. Guess what? I found a job! Well, it's terrific, Jamie. Congratulations, huh? What kind of job? Cleaning up at Sid's garage on afternoons and on Saturdays. I got a job, too. You did? I've been a burden on you and Dad long enough. <laughs> you know, actually, it's not a bad idea for Vicky to get work. I mean, she has to have new experiences if we want her to be more human, right? Yeah, and I'll be there to keep an eye on her. And she'll learn from watching me. Right, Vicky? What you do, shit. Right. I'll learn how you sit around on your behind while I do all the work. Uh, no, 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 no. And how many hours a... So it's like afternoons from what? Four until... Well, he had to be home for dinner, so I'm saying anywhere from maybe three until... Four... Three until five. Something like that. And he's just, you know, there's a like real, well, Joan even is surprised, like, I don't know, Jamie's a little young to get a job, and Ted tells her that when I was Jamie's age, I had a shit ton of jobs. I walked dogs, I mowed lawns, I shoveled snow, and she says, you grew up in Florida, when the hell did you ever shovel snow? And Ted says, well, I never said I was good at it. Ay, ay, ay. So yeah, Jamie comes home and says, we both got a job at Sibs. And Vicky even says, yeah, I'll be, uh, you'll be sitting on your ass while I'm doing all the work. I'm surprised they didn't say, eh, what now? I mean, Ted does think it's a good idea for Vicky to get more experiences to be human, which no one thought that she's a robot, so it's not really a big deal. But now we are getting to Sid's garage. There's actually a car there. Which, great. So that way, granted, they're not going to be doing anything with the vehicles. They're just there to strain shit. Oh, gosh, that place just looks dirty as hell. Topcaps that are just sitting there just need a spit shine. Or just, everything just looks grimy and dirty. and It's a it's an auto garage, I know. It, everything is dirty. Kenny Tanner would be having a fit right now. Boy, after two days of this, I'm pooped. You don't do anything. This is hard work. My ass. It'll be easier if you use a straw. <laughs> don't be a smart aleck robot. Here, read this repair manual. Educate yourself. Educate myself. Damn, that was fast. I'm educated. <laughs> Fire again, Mr. Carson. 
Sorry, I'm afraid you're gonna have to leave it for a couple of days. Oh, oh no. I that shit. What's the problem? Hey, friend, I just fix them. I don't explain them. You should. I want to know. Fire again, Mr. Carson. What? She's not doing. <laughs> Futzing with a screwdriver. Fire again, Mr. Carson. Okay. Oh shit! Well, whatever the fuck she did, it worked. She fixed it. That's incredible. Hey, kid, from now on you'll be known as Vicky Goodwrench. Oh my gosh, the episode title. Thanks, little girl. You're fantastic. Put it on my account, Vic. Sure. I hey, wait a minute. You don't have an account. I do, I do now. Yep. You never know. I'll show him, Vicky. I'm gonna work real hard and get a raise out of him if it kills me. You're not doing shit. And you'll get a raise out of him if it kills me. Yeah, really. You're sucking down your fucking OJ there, Jamie. That's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> this guy, and the fact that this guy is such a schmuck. He's like, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. You're going to leave it here a few days. Let's say, excuse me? What's wrong with my car? And he says, oh, I just fixed it. I don't explain what's wrong. Like, I'm like, I'm going somewhere else. This is ridiculous. I want someone to tell me what's going on, why it's happening, and what I need to get it done to not happen. See? Simple. See, this is what happens when you go on the cheap looking for car repairs. You get shoddy, shitty work. Vicky is a Watching her with this giant ass screwdriver, just like it's like she's jabbing at whatever under the hood. Try it again, Mr. Carson. Okay, and it starts right up. I cannot believe that. And you know, if that guy was gonna keep his car there a few days, he was gonna charge him for not doing jack. He wasn't gonna do anything. <laughs> Damn, this guy is a crook. Uh, and the fact that Jamie's like, you know, if I wasn't such a bashful kid, Mr. Whatever your last name is, I'd be asking you for a raise. You know, since Vicky did fix the problem, hint, hint, he's like, kid, you're about as bashful as a white, a great white shark. So the guy's like, yeah, well, you never know, who knows. So Jamie's like, I'm going to get him to give us, me, I mean me, right? <laughs> All Jamie's doing is sucking down that plastic little bottle of OJ. That's all he's doing. And then he's like, here, Vicky, educate yourself with this book on auto repair. Flips through it. Read it. Kind of like Arnold Schwarzenegger in Twins when he was flipping through that owner's manual and he learned how to drive a car in less than an hour. Right, Quinn? Yeah. I bet you want to learn how to drive a car, don't you? No? Okay. Alright, looks like we're back at it. It's another day. I think it's the next day because he, Jamie's... Yeah, he was wearing a yellowish... Uh, sweatshirt to match the OJ he was sucking down. 
Screwdriver. Oh, she's wiping the stuff down. Wrench. Oh, what's wrong with this Don't vehicle? Don't tell me your horn is stuck. No. See? You're not going to believe this. What? That little girl is a genius. Since she fixed my engine last week, I'm getting 124 miles to a gallon. Holy shit! 124 miles to a gallon? What, do you live on a hill? <laughs> really? That's it, I mean. I'm getting 124 miles to a gallon. Holy moly! I'm a That's amazing. <laughs> when people hear about this, crowds will be lined up around here for miles to be fixed. See? This little girl's gonna make you rich. Uh, Vicky, honey, come here, darling. Uh, tell Uncle Sid, how do you do it? Uh, she's just mechanically inclined. It's a gift. You know, like a photographic memory or a perfect pitch? Perfect Pitch. Look at that! Look at this! Oh yeah, he broke his glasses. So Mr. Carson comes back and he is just floored. He is excited because his car now gets 124 miles to the gallon. Oh my gosh! If people had had that nowadays, say we wouldn't have to get gas hardly at all. That's that's amazing. It is so amazing. So Sid's asking Vicky to tell him how she did what she did, and Jamie's like, "Oh, she's just mechanically inclined." Mr. Carson even says, "You know." Well, this little girl is going to make you rich. You're going to have cars lined all the way around the block. You're going to be famous. What is he fixing? Oh, the vacuum? Dad, this is our boss, Mr. Barker. Oh, hi. How are you? Uh -huh. Just call me Sid. Hi, Sid. <laughs> uh, sorry, I was uh, greasing the motor here. <laughs> Don't worry. It comes right off. Okay, Vicky, yeah, thanks, Vicky. You're a uh, your big help. Hi. Uh, Sid, this is my wife, Joan. Uh, honey, this is Sid, uh, the kid's boss. Please sit down. <laughs> thank you. How do you do? Oh, fine. We really want to thank you for giving our children a job. Hey, that was my lucky day. It's turning out to be more than just the job. Mr. Barker wants to make us partners. Partners? Why would you want to do that? I don't know how Vicky does it, but that kid does something to a car's fuel injection system that's fantastic. That is, an, uh, unless it's a fluke. What kind of fluke? One that makes the car get 124 <clears throat> miles to the gallon. What? No fluke, Dad. I had Vicky read all the mechanic's manuals at the garage. She's a mechanical wonder, that kid. And out of the goodness of my heart, I'm willing to make Vicky a partner. 50-50. 50-50? Will she take 60-40? <laughs> Sid, Sid, listen, I really appreciate your offer, but I think that we... 70-30. <laughs> Sid, listen, I, I think we really need some time to think about this. Uh, sure, sure, I understand. I understand perfectly. No rush, 
I'll be waiting outside in front in my car. <laughs> yeah. Do you believe that he just offered us 70% of his business? 80-20. Oh, my God. Well, I think we better find out more about this and uh, maybe even consult a lawyer. Good idea, Dad. We've got to get the best deal we can. We're partners 50-50. 60-40. Vicky, I'm your brother. 70-30. Boy, kid learns fast. Vicky, go set the table for dinner. Do you believe that? After all I've done for her, she wants to make it 70-30. You haven't done shit. 80-20. <laughs> So, Sid comes over to talk with the family about making Vicky his partner at the auto garage. So, to the point where it's like 50-50, then he goes 60-40, then he says 70-30, and then 80-20. It's like you are handing over majority of your business to a 12-year-old, 11-12-year-old kid. Robot, actually. You don't know. But they are, like, generous as that it's something we're going to have to, like, talk over as a family. I think even to the point when he leaves, he's like, I'll be waiting in my car in your driveway for you to make the decision. I mean, as generous as the guy is, <laughs> he's really, yeah, and Joe's like, he's willing to give us half, more than more than half his business. And Ted's like, we probably should probably most likely consult a lawyer for this. Because Jamie had to read all those car repair manuals at the shop and she's a fucking genius i'm curious to have how it's gonna backfire and then she's just gonna be like well she sucks at it now because uh, we don't want to take away this guy's business that's not fair to him the door i got it joe wearing a tie and e Mr. Lawson? Yes, good morning. I'm Norman Hopps with the Automated Auto Parts Corporation. I'd appreciate a few moments of your time. It's quite important. Oh, jeez. Come on in. My wife, Joan. I'll get right to the point. We've learned about your daughter's discovery, and we would be proud to introduce the world to the fabulous Lawson Fuel Injection System. The Lawson Fuel Injection System? Very impressive, Mr. Hopps. Yeah, it's got a nice ring to it. Of course, we don't want to rush into anything. As you know, haste makes waste. Yes, sir. I have a check made out to you for $500,000. Holy shit! On the other shit. hand, he hesitates as a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, please. Well, in that case, Mr. Lawson, is it a deal? All you have to do is sign on the dotted line. I need to know well, the logistics like behind to, uh, it. Uh, read the contract. With my wife first. Uh, How about Jody, read the contract? Uh, what do you think? Got a pin. Read the contract before you sign it. You don't know what the hell you're signing away. Salam alaikum rahmatullah barakatuh. Oh my gosh. Good morning, madam. I am Sheikh Abdullah Hakim. Hello. What can we you do? You are Mrs. Lawson? Yes. I had no idea I would be met with such a vision of loveliness. Madam, you are a banquet for the eyes. Oh, my. You can cut the desert song, Abdullah. My dear friend, Norman. You two know each other? Does the mongoose know the cobra? <laughs> Always pleasure to see you, Norman. 
And you too, Abdullah. How are all your wives? Don't ask. One gets a headache, they all get a headache. <laughs> You're all menstruating at the same time? <laughs> you know there's a woman there, right? <clears throat> yeah. Hi, I'm Ted Lawson. Salam alaikum. Salam alaikum. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anak. Uh, what can I do for you, Rashid? Mr. Lawson, my government is vitally interested in acquiring the rights to your secret fuel injection system. Boy, the word gets around. Well, you're too late this time, Abdullah. I've already offered them $500,000 for it. Camel feet. I'm curious. Why would an oil-producing country want an invention that could radically reduce oil consumption? Simple economics. First they buy it, then they take it out into the desert and bury it. That makes sense. But not this time. I'll raise that $500,000 to a million. He's a got the million, money for that? Two million. Three million. Four million. <laughs> and I'll throw in six wives and one camel. <laughs> six wives? You drive a hard bargain. Make that one wife, six camels. <laughs> one no, 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 please, gentlemen. Your offers are very generous, but uh, this is too big a decision to make on a spur of the moment. We're going to have to have a little time to think about this. That's right. I, I hope you understand, Mr. Hobbs, yes. and, and you too, Mr. Campbell. Mr. Campbell? I mean, that's uh, Mr. Cobra. I Mr. Cobra? Sheik Hakim. Whatever. Your wish is my command. We will await your decision. After you. After you. Let's go. <laughs> Whatever he offers, I'll talk. And I'll stop him. <laughs> this is crazy ass bonkers, bonkers, <laughs> bananas, honestly. What the hell is even happening right now <laughs> in this episode? We got some conglomerate oil company that wants to give the Lawsons 500000 for some oil-infused whatever. Ugh. And then we got the chic guy that shows up who's willing to pay like millions upon millions. What in the world? This this episode is weird. It it started out okay and now it's just like they're throwing whatever they can at the wall and seeing what sticks. I mean, a million dollars, that is a 500,000 alone in 87 is a shit ton of fucking money. They could even pay off the Brindles to move away if they wanted to. Uh, I want to see how they're going to resolve this. Clearly they told the two guys, look, you got to step outside while we figure this shit out. We can't do it with you in the room with us. Not to mention, Joan and Ted were going to sign a contract they weren't even going to read. That is stupid and dangerous and just not right. You don't know that you're on the same ship. We can everything we've ever wanted. Oh, we'll travel to exotic places. A Rolls Royce for each day of the week. Live in a beautiful mansion. Yeah, with new furniture. <laughs> Honey, that lamp. You see that lamp? This lamp right over here. I have always hated this lamp. Oh. Ted, that's expensive. So what? We'll buy a new lamp. We'll buy a lamp factory, honey. Come on, we're rich. 
You haven't signed anything. I've always hated They're damaging all their shit. Not to mention this table right here. I hated this table. Yeah, not the table too. Of course the table too, honey. I mean, let's do this right, okay? and cars. I'm going into some other business. Maybe I'll repair washing machines. It's right on a members only jacket. What the fuck? <laughs> Ted just thinks, oh, we're rich. They haven't signed a damn thing. They haven't signed that contract. And it's just as well because he's like, oh, that lamp? I've hated that lamp. I'm gonna... Smash it on the ground. And Joan's like, honey, that's expensive. They even start talking about spending money before they even got it. Like, oh, we're going to go on exact play, uh, exotic places. We're going to travel there. We're going to get a big old mansion. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And uh, Sid walks in with Jamie and Vicky says it's over. Those cars that were getting 124 miles to the gallon, they ain't getting shit now. Because once they hit 124 miles, their engine blows up. What the fuck? It's like, oh, we're not. Because Tamara's like, we're rich, we're rich. And then, of course, the downfall. All right, let's see what's going to happen. They're going to have lawsuits on their hands. <laughs> that guy says, I'm going out of business. I might do something with washing machines. Or washing machine repair. Dad, goodbye to all our riches. Yeah. <laughs> well, we didn't make any money on this deal. But let's look on the bright side. We didn't lose any either. Oh, no? What about all that furniture you wrecked? See, there is no bright side. <laughs> Vicky, why didn't you tell us those engines were gonna blow? Hey, friend, I just fix them. I don't explain them. So, yeah, of course, they have broken furniture now that they'll have to somehow replace a table, I think two lamps. And Ted's like, Vicky, why didn't you tell us those engines were gonna explode? Of course, she repeats what Sid said. Hey, buddy, I just. I just fixed it. I, I, I don't explain the problem. <laughs> oh, boy. That's pretty much the episode. Um, it was just, it was, this was flat. Flat for me, this episode. It just 
it just, it felt like one of those one and done things. It's just like, once we left the garage and everything, and then Sid came over to talk over, like, oh, she can make money. And then those two other people came over, oil investors, whoever the fuck they were, telling, oh, you're going to make millions with this. And it just turned into Ted breaking their shit in their home saying we'll replace it. It's like, you haven't signed anything, which is just as well that they didn't, because they didn't read the contract. But again, that's the episode. This, to me, felt like a dud. Now, I'm going to tell you, as the top secret episode being the worst, to me, that's the worst of this season, of season two. This episode was not as bad as that, so... Of course, finishing out, rounding out 2022 in December, the season two finale, double wedding. Yes, we get the Brindles back. Oh, good golly. We got to suffer through them. <laughs> this aired on May 23rd, 1987. This is season two, episode 24. The Lawsons decide to renew their vows. And of course, since they're renewing their vows, of course, the Brindles got to come over and do the same damn thing. So look forward to that. <laughs> that is how we close out season two. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. I thought it was, oh, I'll say it was so-so. It was just okay. It wasn't great. It's better than Top Secret. I'm going to read some YouTube comments from the episodes that are posted there. I remember those little juice bottles Jamie is holding. I used to have one with my lunch at school when I was a kid. Yeah, that was pretty much the only real comment worth mentioning, so... Hope you enjoyed this episode <laughs> as much as you could. And I'll, uh, like I said, I'll be back in December with Double Wedding. Have a great rest of November. If you celebrate Thanksgiving, and I hope that uh, you have a good one. All right. Bye-bye, everyone.